And we are live. Just like that. It always sneaks up on me somehow. <laughs> Does it? Yeah. I mean, we were just talking about your new pants and now... And not my now, ass. You yeah. were talking about my ass, actually. No, no, no. You were talking about your pants. And then, I mean, you know, she's got a great arse back there. I do have a dump truck. Yep. Man, what a start. All right. So you have a back injury, you said? Yeah. Yeah, I went back home and back home in the neighborhood. There's just like a lot of hills to go up and down, and I'm doing the 75 hard. So I was doing a lot of running, and at one point I ran with my mom, my sister, and my baby niece, and she's like a baby. So she's just in a stroller. How how old is she? Just turned a year old in July. Um so when we would go up the hills, I would grab the stroller and just like sprint as as fast as I could go. But like these hills are very steep and I, my back was getting sore, uh, but you know, I, I didn't really think much of it. And then yesterday, like I just, my back was getting worse and worse and worse. And like, I was just like, nothing would help it. Like. I got no relief no matter what I did, even laying down. Like I was just like, Oh my God, this is, so I took some medicine. I I tried getting some sleep. I got like no sleep last night and then I just woke up and I could, I felt like I couldn't walk pretty much and there was no way I was going to work out. So I did something that I've been scared to do for years now because of videos that I see on the internet is go to a chiropractor but I went, there was one right down the road from me. They were doing walk-ins. I, so I went in there and he like pulls me into his office. He's like, you know, like I want you to see like how it works. Cause he was like, have you ever done this before? I was like, never. And he could like see the fear in my eyes. He was like, all right, we'll come back into the room. I'm about to work on this guy in front of you. You can see like how it is. And if you have any questions, just let me know. And he was doing exactly what I was terrified of being done to me just it's the neck really it's that's like the big thing that I'm terrified because I'm like dude if you mess this up I'm dead I'm done for and like he's just like oh my bad he's just I mean it looks like he's about to kill him every time and uh like my face is just And then, you know, he kind of talked me through it, blah, blah, blah. And, oh, my God. I mean, it's, like, hurting a little bit more now. But, like, for the rest of the day today, I mean, it's like he fixed it. Which, my neck still hurts. But, what, like, it feels a little bit better. Yeah, like, it works for you. But if you look up chiropractor on Google, it says it's a pseudoscience. Mm. Like, it's not a real thing. Like, it's not – people don't – some people don't believe it's a real Mm. way to heal people i don't know the guy before me when he left he was like all right thank you doctor or it was i think his name was like dr aaron i was like doctor all right okay it makes me feel a little bit better I think you have to be a doctor to be a chiropractor do you i think i don't know i mean he that dude called him dr aaron i don't think you're about i don't think you're allowed to just throw that out there no okay so if if chiropractor dr aaron was on a plane and somebody was dying like would he be the kind of person to be like hey like step away i'm a doctor and then he starts to pop their back (laughs) yeah like if they're like having a heart attack like but then you know i think like plastic surgeons 
same thing. Like if they're on a plane and somebody is having a heart attack, could they also be like, hey, everybody step away. I'm a doctor. Them probably. Yeah, probably. Okay. I mean, a doctor is a pretty wide term. I could be a doctor of law. Have a PhD. And you're still a doctor. Okay. I think it's just a grade of education. But most of the time it's in medical. Yeah. That is interesting. Yeah, I don't want a lawyer, like, getting everybody to, like, step aside and say, hey, I'm a doctor. And it's like, actually, like, this is how we can sue the airline as I'm dying. That's not what I want in that moment. Yeah, no, you don't want that. There's, like, doctors of pharmacy, you know what I mean? There's a bunch of doctors, so... They might know a general medicine. They might be just the more educated person on the plane. Mm. Don't worry, I'm a doctor. And they just decided to do it. Yeah. But... Well, it was... Yeah, it, uh, you know, it helped... It, my back, for sure. I mean, I know we were, like... I was having to, like, lay on the floor <laughs> out there, but, like... I mean, it's definitely sore, and he said it would be, but... It was killing me. So, I mean, that's, this isn't nearly as bad, but my neck is still like, just has like this crick. Like I can't, it's only on the right side, but we persevere and we get the job done regardless. Boom. And that's why I'm here right now. Doesn't matter how much pain I'm in. My back, my back could be broken and I'd still show up. We felt be filming this bad boy in the hospital. I could be in a full body cast. Doctor just told me that I'm paralyzed for life. And I'm like, all right, Cade, what are we watching tonight? <laughs> the one thing I would never want to do is do a Zoom podcast. Those are lame to me. It would just depend on where I'm at. Like if I'm like up in the mountains or something, or maybe at like a cool dojo or like I'm hanging out with the monks. <laughs> then it's like, hey, dude, like, yeah. let's actually, I bet they'll love this. Go warn the monks. Hey, bro, you should watch this movie. Yes. You should check out everything everywhere all at yeah. once. It's a great hey, movie. Hey, Cade, watch. Rub his bald head for good luck. Yeah. And uh, he beat your ass. Yeah. With a flick of a pinky. But no, just uh, by, yeah. <laughs> Make me fly away. Yeah. No, but just by mere, like, hey, dude, I don't really feel like meeting up. Let's just do it over Zoom. Fuck that. Yeah. But even like if we were if we were separated over like a course of like weeks where we didn't have enough for, to preload or didn't couldn't shoot beforehand or whatever, I'd rather just bring on a guest or you have a guest. Like if we were separated, I'm not here, yeah. you're not here, just be, have a guest. I'd rather us not do a Zoom. Yeah. Those are just lame. They're disconnected. Yeah, but then I'm terrified of that because, I mean, what if that guy just kills it and then we get like a million views and then boom, Gray was the problem. Bye-bye, Gray. No, we do a... We do a triple host. Or what if I was gone? I'm like, shit. Bye bye, Cade. <laughs> the one guy that produces this thing, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Uh, no, we, we just have a three person. Yeah. I, I do at some point want to do like a multiple, like four people. We oh, have, for we have sure. The four mics. The more the merrier. Might be fun. It, yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out. Next time there's like a big we need guy to host, movie. We need to host tryouts. Yeah, tryouts. Live. For, yeah, live on the podcast. We have like a good amount of people we know that tune in. They're like, "Dude, like, let me get it on this podcast." And I'm like, "Dude, no," but keep tuning in. <laughs> and thank you for sharing your opinions on what we say, but you don't really meet my criteria. Sorry, Chambers, suck <laughs> it. Uh, but yeah, okay. So my back is not broken; just hurts. But I'm tough like that. I'm built like that. 
what what's up with you, Kate? Um, what's up with me? Yeah, you got these new cozy pants. Nice pants on. They're actually built. You said I'm built. These are built. That's the brand. It's called Built. B Y L T. Built. Oh, okay. Kind of like Crown. Right. <laughs> something about something about misspelling is just really trendy these days. Yep. Crown's not really misspelled. It's just it one letter's out. Okay. Is that it? So what? It's no. It's misspelled. No, built is B Y L T. That's, that's misspelled. misspelled. Well, what is crown then? One letter's taken out. It's just it's the acronym for the word. Oh yeah. What, what does crown stand for? <laughs> yeah. Cinema really wins. Now. <laughs> hey, there we go. Cinema really wins now. <laughs> you just heard the acronym for crown organically put together right here. And that's how it's done around here. A lot of winging it. A lot of winging it. Yeah, no doubt. Early days. All yeah. right, anyway. So this episode, Gray. We are watching Gladiator. Um, as a movie watcher, I am ashamed to admit that I've never seen this. But you know what? Everything happens for a reason. There, listen, crucify me if you want. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of movies out there in this world that we live in. So like, I'm sorry I haven't gotten to them all. Okay, that's what I'm trying to do right now. So it's funny when you haven't seen a movie that everybody's seen. They're like, what? Yeah. But, you know, there's at least ten movies they haven't seen. Exactly. That you would say the same exact thing. Exactly. They're like, oh wow, you claim to love movies, but you've never seen blah blah blah. And I'm like, suck my. Never mind. I'm not gonna not gonna be mean, but fuck you. <laughs> I haven't seen it, and you're getting an organic, real reaction from me when I see it now, and it's honestly a good thing when I haven't seen like a popular movie. No, because I'm, I'm excited not gonna hold. Because I'm not gonna hold back. I'm excited for you to watch this one. Okay, it's made in 2000. It's rated R. This is a longer episode for us tonight because it is a three-hour movie. That's all right. I got time. It's my day off tomorrow. Let's I don't go. know about you, but... Oh, really? That's nice. Yeah, they gave me two days off. I'll read you the description of it real fast. Give it to me. Set in Roman times, the story of a once powerful general forced to become a common gladiator. The emperor's son is enraged when he is passed over as an heir in favor of his father's favorite general. He kills his father and arranges the murder of the general's family. And the general is sold into slavery to be trained as a gladiator. But his subsequent popularity in the arenas threatens the throne. Sounds awesome. So he punishes. He punishes. So obviously, Russell, Russell Crowe's Gladiator. I assume Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix. Because I've seen like some scenes. Joaquin Phoenix is the angry son. Yeah. Okay. So he like banishes him and makes him a slave to be a gladiator just to get killed. But he's a fucking general, dog. Yeah. He can fight. Yeah. No, um, it's it's weird. A gladiator, for whatever reason. Maybe. I, I'm sure it'll change after seeing this movie. But whenever I hear Gladiator, I always think of the dude from 300. Mm. When I think of Gladiator, I think yeah. of that guy like, this is Sparta! I, that's like the dude that comes to my head. And I've only seen that movie one time, and I think I was like 15. Oh, dude. Oh, so, dude. You got to watch that one again then. Oh, that movie's great. But like, I, there's no reason for that movie to be so 
ingrained. Like, yeah, like it shouldn't be such a core memory for me. I remember watching it. I was like, damn, this is insane. But it kind of had that fever dream feel to it like Mad Max did for me. Yeah. It, you know, just somehow like I love it, but it's like this is a crazy way to make a movie. Well, I mean, 300 was made like a, it looks like a comic book, almost like a graphic novel with the way yeah. that it's, the VFX are and the color grade. It's like harsh and rugged exactly, and like, yeah. just, you know, hard lines. Yeah. So maybe that's why, you know, it's just different. Something different like that Very, can really make yeah. a movie just like kind of stick with you. But no, I'm excited for Gladiator. I know um, this was like, a, this is a huge movie. I know it was like a big uh, what awards has it won? Did it, I assume it had to have won something. Yes. Award for best actor in a leading role. That's all I see now on the front page of this Google search. But And that's Russell Crowe? Yeah. It okay. was uh, directed by Ridley Scott. Music, uh-huh. music okay. composed by Hans Zimmer. Oh. Okay. $103 million budget. Okay. No wonder everybody tells me that I need to watch this. It's just an epic. It's a classic epic movie. Yeah. Epic as in like this type of movie. Yeah. So it had award for best actor in a leading role, Academy Award for best picture, the BAFTA Award for best film, MTV Movie and TV Award for best movie, Academy Award for best visual effects, and the list goes on and on and on from a bunch of different, you know, organizations that give out awards to movies. Yes. That's cool and all. Um, but hey, just like with every movie that I watch, um, I'm going to go into it with an open mind. You should. If I don't like this movie, I'm not backing down. I don't care what you or anybody else says. It's my God-given right. Don't come into this with a negative attitude. I'm going into it with an open mind. I I hope I love it, but I'm ready to not. Praying for the, <laughs> praying for the best, prepared for the worst. That's what you got to do in this life. So I'm excited for Russell Crowe. Can't let me down. Dude's a damn good actor. Joaquin Phoenix, damn good actor. Ridley Scott, he's an OG in the game. How could he let me down? Hans Zimmer, come on. This has the recipe. Hans Zimmer don't miss. This has the recipe. We should be fine. Um, you do you think? Do you think Hans Zimmer? Because like he his his resume is insane. So do you think that when he has to pick a movie, like let me read off his resume real fast. Interstellar, Gladiator, Dune, Inception, The Lion King, Dune Part 2, The Dark Knight, The Last Samurai, I get Kung Fu Panda, Whoa. Dunkirk, The Da Vinci Code, Pirates of the Caribbean, Blade Runner 2049, No Time to Die. So, so he's picking these like hitters. The guy's everywhere. He picks out the ones that he knows are going to be a box you, you office think, hit. You think they come with them to the script and the movie, and they're like, hey, could you score this? And he's like, yeah, that movie sucks. I'm out. Or if he's like, or he's just lucky that he gets these good movies, or is it his music that makes these movies so good and iconic? Or like, how is he always getting these like great movies? Yeah. Because we know, know we know how Tarantino makes his great movies. He makes them. It's him specifically making them. Yeah. But if you're a guy that has to score a film you don't know what you're picking. Like you could just accept the job. Like, Oh yeah, I'll do Ridley Scott's gladiator. I can't wait to watch it. I would assume, you know, with Hans Zimmer, I just, I think about like the movies that you listed off that I've seen and they're all very like visually appealing, but also kind of different. So I, I would assume like that's probably like a big thing for him. Like, does he feel like his sound goes well with what's being put on the screen. 
just I mean like the visuals like because he's an intense musical guy like you know what I mean so I think what's on the screen has to match like the energy of intensity that he always like tries to put up yeah um because he just didn't he did he do Oppenheimer no he didn't no okay I don't know why I thought he did uh, it's probably just because uh oh my god I can't think of the director's name oh Christopher Nolan Christopher Nolan like you know all of his movies, especially from like 2008 and up, like they all kind of have like that same, yeah, like this. It, they all just like you can tell it's a Chris Nolan movie, Chris and the music movie. is kind of yeah. feels the same. And so, I feel like that's just whenever I find out that like Hans Zimmer has done a movie, I'm just like, you know what, like that kind of fits exactly like the look that he's done before. Yeah. So I, for me, I would assume it's what he sees, and he's like, yeah, like, I get it. But then again, Kung Fu Panda is totally different from The Dark Knight. Yeah. Yeah. He all those kind of movies. I don't think you score them. Maybe you do. I don't know. But it said music composed by. Yeah. That might be the same thing as scoring. I don't know. Could have been. You know, I'm sure there's an interview. Maybe with Lion King, it was just something he always wanted to do. Maybe he was like always attached to the original Lion King and. You know, whenever he found out that they were pretty much remaking another one, like he... No, no, no. Oh, wait, he no, it's the original Lion yeah, King. That that's right, that's right. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, that's an intense movie as well. But, but music does truly have an insane effect on, oh, it, on the product. Yeah, it changes everything. Vice has been releasing these guides to film on YouTube. There's mm-hmm. like these cool things that go over... They did one on Tarantino. They did, I watched one last night, like half of it on a... John Carpenter, who did a lot of slasher films back in the day. Mm. And he said when they first tested out the movie Halloween that he made, people weren't scared by it. Because, you know, back horror movies weren't a thing. It was always monster movies. Mm. And so he made this slasher movie. It was like a new thing in the, in the like horror space, monster movie space, right? Because it's not a monster. It's just a human killing people. Yeah. And so... um he said when somebody else scored his movie, it wasn't scary. People were like, this isn't scary. This movie sucks. And then he went back and he scored it himself and has the iconic, like, you know, Halloween music. Yeah. And it changed the game. Like, Gotta think about that everybody was, like, terrified after they watched it because just by one simple change in the music. Yeah. I mean, you got to think about that. I mean, Jaws. Yeah. Star Wars, like, Darth Vader coming. Yep. Um, for me, what always, like, stick out is... uh interstellar on zimmer yep when he's when they're on the planet and it's just like the water and they think it's mountains and then they realize those are waves those aren't mountains those are waves and like the music just starts to swell yeah yeah because this here's that here's the song i was talking about oh no yeah i couldn't think about it in my head i knew the vibe of it but i couldn't get the exact thing in my head and i wanted to hear it but yeah, so I'm I'm excited for Gladiator. Does Gladiator have like a big song that people kind of connect with it? I couldn't remember. No, it's been a, I haven't seen this movie in a while. Okay. It's been some years. It's been okay. Been a good amount. All right. Well, that's good. How many times have you seen this movie? Probably less than three. It's either two or one. It could be three though. <laughs> okay. Equal two or less than three. Yeah, but through the span of your 
23 years of life, you've seen this movie two or three times. Yep. Okay. Okay, so this will be fresh for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen, yeah, I don't remember a lot of it, so. Oh, that's a, ooh. I hope that's a bad thing. Or I hope that's not a bad thing. No, it, it's just been a while. That's all it is. And it's a long-ass movie, bro. I can't remember every single scene in that movie. Okay, how, just, wait, how long is this movie? Three hours, 250. 250. Let's get it on. Let's go. And we're back. Strength and honor. We just watched Gladiator. Gladiator. All right. What are your initial thoughts? Um, geez. Joaquin Phoenix is a damn good actor because I hated him in this movie. Hate him. Hate and they him. do a good job making you hate him too. Like from the beginning, you automatically do not like him. I kind of, no, I, I'll actually, I'll kind of disagree with that just because, that Kane's chicken. Uh, I felt bad for him at the beginning. Like, he was just like this crybaby that his dad didn't like very much. and But his dad also was like, yeah, I mean, I also wasn't like the best father. So that's why you ended up being such a pussy. And I mean, I was just like, damn, like poor guy. But then he kills his dad. No, but, he, but in the beginning, I didn't like him just because when he shows up to battle late, he's obviously like, hey, guys, did I miss the battle? And he's like, you missed the war. Yeah, actually. And he's just kind of being a pussy and he's like, you know, looks all weird and he's trying to like help his father out. You can clearly tell that his father's not down with him. And by the, you know, the way that everybody else treated treated Marcus Aurelius and treated Maximus, it was very much high praise. Yeah. And so you see like, damn, how is the guy that has high praise hating his son? You're like, okay, that guy's a piece of shit. Yeah. There, yeah. I mean, there was that. Um, but I just meant like when he was like telling his dad, like you listed out like some virtues that you think an emperor should have. And I don't have any of them, but here are the virtues that I have. He was pretty much saying like, I'm not what you want, but I mean, I still think I could get the job done. And I was like, damn, he delivered that like pretty nicely. Um, so I, you know, maybe I could rock with him. Well, and then he and he strangles his dad, suffocates him, and then I was like, "Oh, never, never mind. This is gonna go horribly," and I couldn't have been more right. Um, obviously, on top of the fact that at the beginning of this movie, I thought his sister was his wife, but then you realize very quickly that that is not the case. And I'm pretty sure it could be Roman times. It could be 2023. It doesn't really matter what time. Like incest is just overall pretty disgusting. And normal people were very much against it. So like he was a weirdo on all, on all counts. All counts. Yeah. And you can, as the movie progresses and you, as you start to hate him even more, cause he keeps doing more and more despicable things. He starts to look sicklier too. Like in yeah. that last fight scene, he is pale. He's in a white suit. He looks gross. Yeah. You know, he's got those like baggy dark eyes, just scummy. He looks yeah. like a scumbag. He looks like his dad at the end of his like father's 
rain. So I think it's like kind of alluding to the fact that like when when somebody with that much power like abuses it or gets too drunk of it, too drunk off of it, um, like it just you can tell. But his father wasn't greedy with the power. No, not necessarily. But like his father even admitted he was like pretty much like all I'll be remembered for is having Rome like involved in war for the however many years I was in power. Well, no, he was asking, he was asking him like, what will I be remembered by, by the, all the wars I fought, by the philosophy that I've read, read and taught. Will it be about this? He's like, cause he's talking about all the things he's done during his reign. And he's like, what will I be remembered by? Yeah. But he, essentially like that's what history would remember him for. He was like kind of acknowledging uh, to me. It seemed like he was acknowledging the fact like I am a philosopher like I have like done all these things, but for the most part, like people are just going to remember the fact because that is like what historians do for the most part. Like when they're looking back at these historical figures, they just look at, was it a peaceful reign or was it a time of war for them? Yeah. Well, I see what you mean by how the movie showed it, but in real life, Marcus Aurelius is known for his philosophy. Oh, really? He's the biggest stoic philosopher. Like okay. I have his book actually up there. Okay. Like Marcus Aurelius, because he was a he was a king towards the end of his reign. I don't know how historically accurate this movie is, but I know that in real life, at the end of his reign, it was pretty peaceful. He had like a pretty peaceful time um, watching over Rome, and he spent a lot of his time journaling and writing out like his thoughts and his you know beliefs on the world and testing it out and talking to other Stoic philosophers. Because uh, what so what Stoicism? There's a cool scene in this movie that shows this. I told you about it before. But Stoicism, so Marcus Aurelius was a Stoic. What a Stoic is, is the person, like they believe in self-discipline and everything, even with your thoughts. So they're always about positivity. When Even in, when you're in bad times, um, try to find the silver lining in things. There's all like, you're not in 100% control of yourself unless you can feel happy in a miserable situation within yourself. Like if you can bring that out of yourself, you have complete control of yourself and you have 100% self-discipline. There's a other philosopher that I've read about. There's a guy's name is Ryan Holiday. He bunch, puts a bunch of videos on Instagram about Stoics. I watch him. He talked about this one. I forget his name. Maybe Epictetus was his name. That's one of the philosophers. He was like a slave, beaten, lost everything, family's gone, uh, was like drugged through the mud. Like a bunch of horrible things happened to him. And through that pain, he he was able to realize that you could like just like what. Uh, Everything everywhere all at once says like you can only make life is really only what you make it. Don't you can't control everything. So whatever you can't control, don't worry about it. If you can't control it, then don't worry about it because you can control it. So why don't you go fix it if you're having a problem with it? So Marcus Aurelius was known for his like philosophy and his gifts to the world because that book he wrote it's called Meditations and he essentially just wrote like his thoughts out on a paper like a diary. And just kind of like what he's dealt with, what it's like really ruling the most powerful. I mean, a quarter of the population was Roman. So he's talking about how he ruled the world and the things he dealt with, the struggles he had, and just kind of outlined it. And he wrote it to himself. That book was never supposed to be published. Like he didn't write it for anybody. He wrote it for himself and they found it and then repurposed it to become a book, which is pretty cool. So like all these years later, we know him from his diary. And Ryan Holiday, the guy that I was talking about earlier, he says that he thinks that Marcus Aurelius would be very embarrassed if those were out there 
because it's just like his deepest, honest thoughts. But so what I was going to say about on this rant that I'm going on, there's a scene in the beginning that shows perfectly the stoic philosophy in like two shots. And I hope one day that I can have enough skill to be able to do something like that without somebody else telling me or just being able to think about it. Cause it's a genius filmmaking tactic. Um, so obviously Maximus in this movie is a student of Marcus Aurelius cause he's underneath him. Marcus Aurelius loves him. So it's, easy to infer that Marcus Aurelius, I mean, sorry, it's easy to infer that Maximus is probably a stoic too. There's a lot of signs of that throughout the movie because in battle or whatever it is, he kind of always has a smile on his face when he first was a slave and they keep hitting him with that wooden stick to see if he's going to fight or how good of a fighter he is. He kind of gets up and smirks every time because he's like, I'm not going to fight you. You can hit me all you want. Like, I don't care. I'm not, I'm not going to fight you. I don't just fight just to fight. I fight for honor and strength. Right, that was the thing, honor, strength. Mm-hmm. Strength and honor. There we go. So, in the first scene of the movie, it's a close-up on him. You see, like, his hand going through the, the uh, field where his house was because he's thinking about his home. And then it cuts on his face, and he looks over to the side and kind of smiles, and it's a little bitty bird on, a like, a beautiful, like, orange small bird. And it kind of flies off off this twig, and he kind of looks up at it and smiles. He's looking at the at the silver lining and what's about to be, as it zooms out, you see a giant preparation for a battle where it's just going to be carnage and war and destruction and blood and potential of death where everybody, be, everybody should be scared probably. It's going to be a horrific scene after it's done. So even before that, he's able to get himself to focus on his family and he's focusing on that little bitty bird that he saw. He's just kind of taking a look at the scene and looking at the good things out of all the horrible things that are to come. So that small little, little scene is like a deep dive into that character's thought process and his philosophy. You can just uncover it from there. Just that two shots, which is pretty wild to me. I did not see this on my own. I saw this on like a YouTube video the other day and I thought that was just genius. So I'm not taking credit for that, but that is a pretty amazing filmmaking technique that they did there. Did a lot of research for this movie, huh? Just that one scene. Well, I just know about Marcus Aurelius and him being in this movie. I got a little back knowledge on that, and then I saw that a couple weeks ago. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's really cool connecting those ideas. Um, yeah. So you did, what did you did you think? Did it live up to the hype that you thought it would be, or was it was it lower? Don't give me your score yet, obviously, but yeah. Um, no, I could I could totally see why this was like a big hit um i mean just the story's epic the fight scenes are crazy um i mean who who doesn't love the roman empire dude and anything about the roman empire russell crowe in this movie is a fucking badass he always is he always is even in like his not so serious movies he's still a badass like the nice guys you watch that one with ryan gosling mm -hmm. i love that movie He's not really like a badass, but he's the tough guy. Excuse me. <laughs> Yawn break. Yeah. Um, no, this is, you know what? I just now realized this is a good movie for us to watch. Cause like right now there's this big trend going on where girls are fascinated by the fact that guys like think about the Roman empire, like just every so often, like, well, I mean, if you think about it, what they got? Colosseum, gladiator fights, the biggest empire in the world. They've influenced a lot, like, on 
the societies that like we see today. Yeah, I was going to say it's not the Greeks created a democracy, right? Mm-hmm. I think the Greeks created, not the Romans. I was going to say the Romans. That's where democracy, start, democracy started. But I think that's with the Greeks. Yes, but the Republic still like picking out a Senate and yeah. like the people, you know, pick out leaders like there, it wasn't a dictatorship essentially yeah that was there was a lot of influence obviously on that but i mean it, you know pretty crazy stuff i mean they had gladiators and we have football ufc fighters too ufc fighters like we're still into that kind of stuff yeah i mean I, I love seeing dudes like just get knocked the fuck out and I start bleeding i don't know how i'd feel if i saw people dying I don't, maybe we've been censored a little bit in that regard, which is a good thing, but you know, definitely a lot of influence from the gladiator fights. So I was thinking about this during the movie back Mm. then gladiator fights, gladiator fights were normal. People just watched them entertained by them. People just went in there to die. So think about the UFC just like 10 years ago, they were able to grab each other's dicks. They were able to like headbutt. They could stick your fi- their fingers in your mouth like it was like a <laughs> whoa sounds huh <laughs> i meant like pulling your face and shit all right yeah no 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 nice i don't know if that's actually accurate i just said that i mean grabbing dicks and sticking fingers down their <laughs> mouth i mean pretty kinky wow, i didn't realize the ufc was so kinky 10 years ago <laughs> but it really was like like you could literally do whatever you wanted to mike tyson UFC. bit a dude's ear off yeah it was bare knuckle but that was the legal rules there you know now we're like, wait, no, they shouldn't do that. Like, why should they be allowed to grab each other's dicks? Like, that seems kind of fucked up. So I've been thinking about, like, what happens as we progress forward? Will, like, knocking somebody out be like, oh, whoa, hey, we should not do that. Yeah, like, concussion protocol. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, like, I'm I wonder in the future if that's going to be an issue. Like, we're going to look back at, damn, we used to watch people get knocked out. Those people were crazy. Yeah. I can't believe they would just watch them beat the shit out of each other and knock each other out. Yeah break arms like what yeah like the romans like looking now they're just like wait there's no swords like you can't cut a man's arm off and then like strangle him with it yeah what does society come to i mean back in my day i mean you could really give somebody the work and that's the thing dude you have you have to be the best back then you have to be the best because that's if you if you aren't the best you're gonna die yeah unless the crowd likes you yeah, yeah, it's funny because now, like, I mean, did you ever watch the Hunger Games movies? Yeah, like when you were a kid, I yeah. read the I read the books when I was a kid too. Oh, nice. Me too. <laughs> They're pretty good. They were good. Um, but I just felt like such a phony whenever he like the OG gladiator told Russell Crowe or Maximus he was like, if you win the crowd, you'll win the battle. You know, whatever. I was like, they stole that from Hunger Games. And I <laughs> yeah. was like, I'm such a fucking child. <laughs> like, that, uh, Hunger Games absolutely stole that from Gladiator. Let's see. Hold on. Let's see. When did the Hunger... Yeah. But let's see. Yeah. When, when oh, my the, God. But when did the book come out? I'm sure they didn't copy this book, but I just want... I'm curious. They didn't. It came out, like, well after. Yeah. It came out... Because this movie was in 2000. 2000. 2000. Um, this book looks like it came out 2008. Yeah, I was about to say, I think it's close to 2010. Did I really read this as an eight-year-old? No, 
but the movie started coming out at like 2012 or 2013 so like you probably started reading it in 2012 yeah because when they announced that the movie was coming out i think that's like when the books like started becoming popular or more popular yeah um but yeah so they definitely kind of took that from gladiator just fine um i'm trying to think what else what else about this movie I love I love the uh I love the fights. Get you hype. When the first fight when Maximus walks out cuz he hasn't fought once since he's been a gladiator and he's literally a general. And back then generals weren't the guys on the back of the horses or they weren't the guys in the computer rooms just directing calls. The general was the guy that was leading the front lines of the army. He yeah. was the best fighter. The general was the best fighter. Yeah. And so he comes out. He's not going to fight nobody. He don't care. But he's literally the general of the strongest army in the world. So he walks out in the gladiator field and he just fucking hammers hammers their ass. The second fight, he walks down the line by himself. Nobody else got up with him. I don't. I didn't. I, maybe I wasn't paying attention. Was he supposed to fight by himself? Or were they all supposed to go out there and fight? Um, I'm trying. To remember which one? It was the second fight. You get the, you watch him oh, like when, walk. Is that when he delivers the line? Like, are you not entertained? Yes. Yeah. That's when he just swipes the whole. Five man crew. Are you not entertained? I guess he was supposed to be by himself because I think maybe the guy, like the the one that owned all of the fighters, realized like, okay, this is probably my guy right here. So I need to like start getting word around that this dude's an animal. So like the second one might have been like his test. Yeah, I don't know, but I I like watching him walk down the aisle because it's, it was similar to a similar shot and like look of how when he was walking out past the uh what's it called a trench before the battle he was like walking past all of his men they would all stand up for him this time they didn't stand up for him but he went up there and just whooped ass again yeah i said this during the movie but like i so i i've never seen this movie obviously until tonight but i always saw like the meme the like are you not entertained Mm mm-hmm and I gotta say, in the movie, it's pretty underwhelming the way he delivered that line versus yeah. the way that I always like read it in my, you know, just in my head. Like I thought it was gonna be like, "Are you not entertained?" But he was like, "Are you not entertained?" Yeah. And I was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah. It's so I wonder how that actually like became. I bet if uh, Scott Ridley new Ridley Scott or Ridley Scott sorry there's a Kanye West song where he like says like Scott Ridley anyways Ridley Scott I bet if he knew that that line was going to be super like way more popular than he intended he would have like chosen a way more impactful cut a more impactful scene also I think you got to think about it too as in the movie that scene wasn't a popular meme when it came out. So that line was probably way more impactful than it has been like brewed in your head. Cause you've, it's, you've been like thinking about it and heard about it and expected it to be this giant thing. Cause that's, it's spread across yeah. social media. That's, yeah. That's what I'm saying is like, I bet if he knew that that's like something that would have been taken, stuck. Yeah. But I mean, it's yeah, but I, I'm just saying, I think if you never seen a meme before, that would probably be a pretty impactful line. Oh, if I hadn't. Yeah. I, I I doubt it because, honestly because he's just like are you not entertained like 
It just wasn't really like delivered. He just sliced five dudes up, and he's like, "Are you not entertained?" He didn't say it like that, though. He did. No, he didn't. He said, "Are you not entertained?" Like he did not just talk it. Yes, he did. Like it was not that cool. We're pulling it up. I'm gonna screen record this. Yeah. I always have trouble. I always have trouble syncing this up afterwards. I'm gonna screen record. Like you just screamed it the way that I thought he was gonna scream. If he had screamed it like that, that you know, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. All right, here we go. Hold on. Is this max volume? Can you not hear it at all? I don't hear shit. All right, hold on. Yeah, what the hell? Oh, I know why. I guess the people that uploaded this only did the left channel of the audio. Hmm. This is tripping me out. Oh, I know, because I was screen recording. That's why I wouldn't do it. All right, I'm not going to be able to pull it up, but we'll watch it after. It is, I think it is more impactful than you think it is. It's not. All right, fuck it. I'm doing it right now. Yeah. I'm just going to not screen record. I'll just add the part when I'm skipping ahead. He doesn't just talk it, he's screaming it. I wanted it to be, are you not entertained? Yeah, I, feel, yeah, I know what you he's mean. He's just like, are you not entertained? Yeah. So yeah, he didn't talk it, but like, it should have just been like fucking, like he should have been like screaming like, are you not entertained? Yeah, but you got to think about his character too. He doesn't care about these fights. He's like, he's like, is that not what you wanted? He's like being like, he's the, he doesn't want to do this. He's not a gladiator. He's not happy to be killing these people. He's like, was yeah. So he, he should sound like way more pissed, not more nonchalant. I think that would have been just like more powerful. But you're right. Hearing that versus like kind of how I remembered it, like it was a little bit more, but it still wasn't like what I would. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. Where yeah. you think it would be a lot more, just because it became this gigantic thing. Yeah. But um, what else? What else? I'm trying to think. It's like a three-hour movie, so or two and a half, so it's like kind of tough to like remember. Yeah, I'm glad it wasn't three hours. I thought it was three hours, but it's only two and a half. I guess two fifty is the adding the credits on. Yeah, making a mental note after this movie, like from now on, like any movie over two hours, I'm gonna start like taking notes on. I've done that a couple just, times where I've written, I've written some things down. To, yeah, there's just like a lot to cover in this movie, even though like kinda. I mean, it's. I mean, I will say it is like a basic plot. I mean... Yeah, it's an epic. So it's a very simple structure. It's just like this yeah. happens to this happens. Like, let's watch how this how this goes down. Yeah. But I guess you don't notice this either, but a lot of time passes in the beginning. So I was thinking about... Because yeah. I say that because I was thinking about him when he kissed the lady, his like ex-lady. You know, the one he didn't marry, not his wife. Obviously, his wife's dead. Joaquin Phoenix's Joaquin sister. Joaquin Phoenix's sister, yes. He kisses her at the end because, you know, they used to have like a thing. And I was thinking like, damn, right after, like, your wife just died, bro. Yeah. But I forget that a lot of time has passed. Yeah, I then. remember at one His point, cut is a big symbol of that. His gash is huge when he's traveling over from like when they cut his arm. But as it, 
when he gets hit by the um when he first gets hit by the wooden swords in that scene when he's smirking at him his cut's not there it's already been healed yeah it's like that's been a large time and then like one thing i noticed uh the second fight that we see i think it's the second one um it, whenever it's like the actual 150 days of like fighting like the second one that we see on screen the guy announces it's like the 65th day it's like oh shit i'm doing 75 hard right now like 65 days that's a lot that that's that's a lot of days to a guy like me right now so yeah they're definitely like fast forwarding a lot during this movie dude could you imagine being a slave like you did something wrong on accident or you got caught in something i'd be fucking pissed and now you're a slave that has to go gladiator fight yeah especially russell crowe's character like they just came by his house that was burned to the ground his family all the people working on his farm they were all dead he lived and they were just like oh fuck it we'll just pick this guy up and make him a slave like you know how pissed off i'd be if not only did i get home to like my house on fire my wife my kid dead and then like everybody else that like was a part of my life dead and then like i passed out you know, maybe because I'm too enraged or maybe I got injured or something. Well, he was tired. Remember, he like literally was like falling asleep on his horse. I was like, oh, shit, I got to go back. Right, right. But I, I'm talking about like hypothetically if this yeah, actually yeah, yeah. were to happen to me yeah. like tomorrow. And then on top of that, like you pass out. You think like, damn, well, it cannot get any worse than this. And then you wake up and you're a fucking slave. And it's like, wait a minute. And then you're not just a slave. Now you're a slave that has to go gladiator fight. To the death. Honestly, if I were a slave, I think that's... I, I, that, that might be the way I want to go. I wonder how hard it would be to get your mind... Like, when you're in that situation, he looked down at the first fight and the first guy was peeing his pants because he was so scared yeah. to go out there and fight. Well, think about just being like a normal guy that's been made to be a gladiator. Because, yeah, like, saying. the general has no fear because, I mean, he just led, like, 5,000 people He's in He's fought way harder people than the gladiators. Yeah, but this guy pissing his pants, all he knows is, like, out of those gates, there's one dude with, like, a demon giant head around him and then another, like, ginormous Hulk-looking dude with, like, a metal thing and like these dudes have weapons like and he's just the skinny scrawny guy he's probably never seen a real fight in his life and he's chained to this psychopath next next to him and like he's having to depend on that so imagine you're that guy or you're gonna be that guy how hard do you think it would be to get your mindset to just to be like don't be scared you are going to die anyway so why don't you just fucking and turn into a rage monster like how like how hard would it be to just shut that fear off? Because you're I mean, like, okay, I'm dying. It's insane. But to let's imagine. just fuck, let's just go. Yeah, because I'm just looking at these psychos and I'm like, dude, like, I hope it's quick. I mean, damn. Like, I hope I hope I just get my head chopped off. That's the best. Yeah, like I, if you get stabbed in the gut, you gotta like wait for that shit to have to to, to bleed out. I hope I go into shock at least, because then like if I get stabbed in the stomach, like I, then I just at least I have time to like, okay, fuck it happened. All right. Okay, just waiting for the lights to shut off, you know? Well, I do know that chemicals get released in your brain when you're dying and, like, you have, like, pain releasing stuff to, like, pain numbing stuff. So I do wonder when your body know. Like, I wonder if your body will know, okay, I'm not recovering from this one. I wonder if your body's that smart enough to, like, either always be trying to heal something no matter what's happening or just yeah. going to, like, let go to where your brain just dumps stuff out of it and you're, like, 
you don't feel nothing anymore. You kind of know it's there. It hurts, but you're kind of like in a different state of mind where you're like, I'm dying. Like, yeah, this is it. Yeah. Here we go. Like, right. I wonder if that's what happens. Um, so that way, you know, your death, death wouldn't be so miserable. I don't know. Cause I've seen a lot of other like war movies where, especially like, I think like saving private Ryan, like there's people with like guts, like spilling out of them and they're, they are not looking so glorious. No. So maybe it just depends. But they also could be this ah could be fear. Yeah, you don't know. I mean, we literally could not answer this. We, we don't know if this. Yeah, you nobody said knows. imagine, and I I can't imagine. I can imagine myself as a great hero. I could imagine myself <laughs> as a superhero, and I just fixed my problem. Or I can imagine myself as a pussy. But who wants to do that? Nobody. Not me. Nobody not me. wants to do that. But I'm just thinking, like, you know. The guy pissing his pants, he's just like, I mean, how did he, what did he do to deserve this? I mean, Russell Crowe, they literally picked him up from a burning house that was his and threw him in here. Like, I wonder what this guy's bad luck. Like, what, did he just, like, get too drunk one day and, like, pass out outside of a bar? He could have owed somebody money. He probably could have been a deserter. Nah, he would have been, if he's a soldier, he would have been scared like that. Or if you are a deserter, maybe he got, went to the army and was like, dipped out before anything happened and that's why he became a slave because he's so much not a fighter you lose some and you lose some yep yeah. especially if you're that guy well at least they had the decency of not giving him an embarrassing death because the dude pissing his pants i mean he got killed immediately yeah yeah first death he was the first guy his first death and then his partner like just chopped off his arm so there was glory in his death actually yeah. Uh, At least he, like, made it quick so the other guy didn't have to, like, drag him around and, like, risk his life. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you got to do. If your guy dies quick, you got to chop that arm off and oh. it's go time. Yeah. Like, no, like, hey, dude, you know what? You, Even you if didn't he's deserve injured. to be here. Yeah. Honestly, just finish the job yourself. If the dude's, like, struggling behind and you're and you're a good fighter, you're like, brother, man, hate to break it to you, but that hand is mine. Yeah. <laughs> here, I got you. Like, just go ahead and take the head off first. Real quick. Yeah, so save the yeah, pain. Whatever you do, you just got to do it as fast as possible. If you do take the hand off quick, don't leave poor guy just sitting there like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, just go ahead and just be like, all right, my bad. <laughs> my bad, bro. Yeah. So, damn. What's cool about Maximus is that no matter where he goes, he's the leader and everybody rallies behind him. And the, the whole entire army was willing to like fight against the emperor to fight alongside Maximus because he's such a respected leader. And he's like a Dak Prescott. I guess. I don't. Yeah. Okay. He is. Doesn't he suck though? No, he doesn't. That's why you would be mistaken. I'm sorry. Does, did Maximus suck? No. No. So then Dak Prescott sucking, that that just wouldn't make sense. Let's just keep it moving. I was literally, I was just throwing that out there. Okay. He's like a Dak Prescott. Okay. A very highly well-respected leader and one of the greats. But what were you saying? <laughs> one of the greats? What were you saying? <laughs> Everywhere Maximus went, everybody followed him. Even in the last scene. <laughs> Stop shaking your head. <laughs> what? I can't agree. <laughs> I can't. All right. But even in that second, in that one of the, the, one of the final gladiator fight scenes... He rallies all the guys together. He's like, listen, if you guys follow me, we'll survive. If we stick together, 
yeah. will survive and figures out a game plan in the scene and they survive pretty miraculously. Like they get after it. They only lost a couple guys. They're supposed to die. They Yeah. They were all supposed to get slaughtered. Yeah. Which is like, damn, why, why do you even want that to be the case? Well, because I, I, they're I, reenacting I things and they want people to die on the, it's the emperor. They just, Oh, it's a reenactment. They were doing like a thing. That's when I, that's why, uh, Commodus, that's his name? Commodus? Walking Phoenix, he says, like, am I mistaken? Or, like, I yeah, thought... this person lost the battle. Yeah. They did, like, a reenactment of the thing. I thought the barbarians were supposed to die. Or something like that. He said something like that. Yeah. I didn't realize that they were, like, reenacting some kind of story. Yeah, I think it was a show. Oh, that's way cooler. Where, like, they were gonna have the slaves come in and get fucking slaughtered. Like, how... How the barbarians did... Or... Yeah, I'm assuming it's like a reenactment of a, a, reenactment of a Roman war. Been, no, it might have been the reenactment of the first battle. They were barbarians. Yeah. Probably. It could be because like Maximus literally led them out on horses. So maybe that's how he knew that like if the barbarians had done this, then the Romans might have lost like that battle in the first scene. But also they're not doing, they're not copying the battle strategy. It's just, they're just gladiators. Yeah, but he, like, I don't know. He might just be saying, like, if he, from experience, he, because, okay, in the first scene, they're, like, about to take over Germania. And, like, he's the one leading that. So, obviously, he was the one that strategized how to do that. So, maybe when he was doing all this, he was like, okay, like, as long as they don't, like, stick together and, like, stay as a collective, like, we should win. Yeah. And they didn't because, like, you know, he was just smarter than them or whatever. And then they might have been reenacting that as the first battle in the Gladiator games. And he was like, well, if I know one thing, it's that in this situation, like, they're going to use my strategy against me, but I know what the weakness is. Yeah, 100%. So maybe that, maybe, I mean... That could be the case. Because, I mean, he, he is just a general. He's just a badass general, so he just knows how to fight wars. Yeah. He's just a war genius. I just, it, now that I'm He's, thinking about it, like that first scene, like Maximus, the Romans came in on horses, and the barbarians didn't have horses. They were just on their feet. Mm, yeah. So, it could be. Okay, that's just what you're some, saying. Yeah, yeah, just something like that. Like, just kind of trying to connect the dots here, because I... I feel like that would be a better reference than just some random battle that like us, the audience, like have no idea what they're really talking about. Yeah. But uh, I do think that you're probably right. One argument against that is that maybe that battle that I'm talking about was like a famous battle. Yeah. Cause it is, I know I'm not sure how historically accurate this movie is, but do you know there is some accuracy with it? Yeah. Let's look it up. How accurate is gladiator because i don't i find it hard to believe that a general who became a slave that became a gladiator killed an emperor i doubt that's no. history may not have happened in the way the movie presents it but the story itself is one made out of some of the most significant stories that the romans themselves would have known and loved so yeah it's just a roman story it's not a real story but it's just like a roman story yeah an epic Legend and history are intertwined, and the success of the film is a testament that the idea was a winning formula. Okay, speaking of the success, you know you know that it was a $100 million budgeted movie. What do you think this thing box officed? Russell Crowe, I mean... Russell Crowe, Is he, the, is he the guy? Yes. 
He's the guy He's the in guy. 2000. Yeah. He, if he's, he's strong in a Ridley Scott okay. with Hans Zimmer in the 2000s. He's the, he's the guy. He's the guy. Okay. 2000s, $100 million budget. They said it was a success formula. So, like, how much success do you think? I mean, what, 200 mil? $500 million. Gotcha. Half a billion dollars box office. Gotcha. 5X gotcha. on their money right there. I mean, dude, like, this is a fun movie. I mean, I feel like as violent as it is, you could still go see this, like, with your parents, like, even if oh, you were yeah. a little kid. It's a, it's a great movie to watch. It's a classic movie that probably will never get old because it's long. Yeah. And there's a lot of great scenes. To me, okay, I still... And I know this, I don't know if this is really much of a conversation, but like, I'll still take Troy over Gladiator. Really? Yes. Now, I think Troy got too hyped for me. So when I watched it, it didn't live up to it for me. I liked it. No, don't get me wrong. It was a great movie. I, I loved think watching Troy it. is one of the dopest movies ever. And plus Brother Brad. Brother Brad. He's but a like, badass in that one. The, he's badass, but then, uh, fuck, the other guy, not Orlando Bloom, but the other dark hair dude mm, I don't remember I can't remember but he's a badass too like I just I thought I th- I think Troy's better that's just my opinion though this came out in 2004 there's a lot of these like classics you know ancient stories yeah like Troy Gladiator what else is there there's some other ones that are that came out around that time uh, Hector yeah they mentioned Hector yeah, I remember that. So I I guess Troy happens before. Um, yeah, because ancient Greek was I think it was way before the Romans. Yeah, but uh, I still I'll take Troy over Gladiator. But I like Gladiator. The classic. Has Thank your dad you. seen this one? Would your dad like this one? I'm not sure. I bet he would. Maybe. I'm trying to. Th- I mean, my dad's never shown me a classic like Roman. Empire movie, so maybe not. I don't. I don't know if he would. I'm gonna look up. I'm gonna look up some other of those classic epic movies. Star Wars. Wow. No. I guess so. Kind of. It's not accurate. It's not real, but it's about an empire. There's an empire in there. It's an empire. Oh, Braveheart. It's been a long time since I've seen that. That's a good one. R.I.P. Heath Ledger. See in that one. No, it's Mel Gibson. That's too. It's too old for. It's 1995. What? No, I think Heath Ledger is in Braveheart. Oh, is he? Yeah, I think he's the son. I think he dies. Oh, let's see. Um, I don't see Heath Ledger. He would be up at the top if he was in here. Yeah, no Heath Ledger in Braveheart. Because it's an older movie. It was out in 95. That's a three-hour movie. That's a three-hour movie. Three hours, I think, is just too long for a movie. It's... Two and a half is like, that's about the max. You should go. What are you looking up? Was he not in Braveheart? Yeah, he was. No, he was Was he? Am I tripping? It could be a different movie you're thinking of. 
Look up what Heath Ledger is in. Heath Ledger. Let's see. Oh, you're thinking about Brokeback Mountain, bro. I'm not thinking of Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> you're thinking of The Patriot. Yes. Yes. There we go. Okay. Uh, th- yeah, that's another one of those, you know, like Mel Gibson, Russell Crowe, I guess Brad Pitt. The Patriot, I feel like, would kind of go along with this kind of movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Um, damn, I don't know why I got so fixated on that. But, yeah, that's pretty wild. That It's kind of crazy that you have to, like, as an emperor like that, the mob is, like, your <clears throat> control. Like, you, he, you're kind of, he, I mean... Commodus is like such a weak leader because he just got into it. He's doesn't really have any good values. He's not really having any like plan or vision for Rome. He just kind of like wants to be the emperor. And so he's kind of just at, at the pool of the, of the crowd. Yeah. What's interesting about that is even though he's like just with this pool of the crowd, like he'll kind of do whatever they want him to do. Maximus doesn't. Maximus is genuinely himself the whole time. He's like, I don't give a fuck what the crowd says. The crowd says, kill him. So, and then obviously, Commodus is like, yeah, kill him. I'm with the crowd. And he's like, no, fuck that. Yeah. Throws his axe away. And then I think the crowd kind of feels Maximus, like how he's being real. Like he's the only real person out there. They know that the emperor's lame. Yeah. Well, I mean, Joaquin Phoenix, I mean, poor dude, he's got daddy issues. So. I do wonder if Mark Trellis in real life was a bad father. Being the king of the world, I, I'm sure you don't have much time to raise your children. You should, though. I mean, holy shit. Do you know how much I would emphasize? Like, if I was a person living in this time, I'd be like, oh, my God, please pay attention to your son. Because if you don't, he's just going to suck. Like you And he's, like, he's going to have a fuck ton of power at some point. Exactly. Like, dude, this is the future. Like, you definitely have to invest time in that. So, like, I'd be really pissed if I found out that my emperor just didn't talk to his son. I'd be like, bro, that should have been, like, like, he should have just been with you everywhere you went, essentially. Like, by the time he was, what, probably, like, 10, 11? Like, dude, this dude, because you're an emperor, and we're in the Roman Empire. Like, you could die by the time you're, like, 25. And honestly, like, we would be like, damn, what a great life. So... When, okay, when your but, son's like 10 years old, like it, it's time to get on that. But think about this. Oh, this is something something from the beginning that makes you not, that made me not like Joaquin Phoenix's character, Commodus, is because when he rolls up to the battle, we know that Marcus Aurelius is already dying, but he's there on a horse at the battle. Your young 20-year-old son can't be there on the battle to come fight alongside you, to honor you. You're going to be riding up, you know, comfortably in your little horse-drawn carriage. That's something else you're like, dude, wow, that guy's a loser. Yeah. Like his old dying father is there at the battle scene. Yeah, but maybe nobody had the balls to tell him like, hey, actually, this is probably like what you should be doing. Well, I'm, what I'm saying is I wonder if that's why Marcus Aurelius knew that his son couldn't be the king, why he kind of like didn't talk to him too much is because he didn't want to come with them to these battles. He was too scared as a kid. He's like, all right, fine. You can stay at the castle. Now you got to have that teaching moment. Like, hey, dude, can't be a pussy. Got to be in charge of the whole empire, all the people. Did you not hear me? Quarter of the world. That's ours. 
get your shit together and get on this horse. So, no, I'm not I'm not giving him that. But, yeah, I mean, poor dude. Like, his dad didn't like him. His sister sure as hell didn't like him for good reason. And so all he wanted was just, like, this big party. But at the same time, he also just, like, didn't give a damn about the people because, like, he just, I don't think he really cared. So, no. When you get when you're like when you grow up that young and you're the king's son, nobody treats you like a real person. You're always right. Exactly. Everybody always. That's does what, what I'm you saying. Say. Like he didn't know he had to be on that battlefield because if his dad never told him, then I doubt he like had anybody else that would have the balls to be like, "Hey, dude, like everybody kind of thinks you're acting like a pussy right now. Like you might want to get on that battlefield." You know. Yeah, that's what sucks about those kids or, you know, having that much power is that not many people treat you like a human. Like celebrities, everybody just kind of just wants to brown nose you and yeah. say whatever you want to hear. They won't be honest with you. They won't give you like any honest feedback about anything because they just want to please you. Terrible. That's why I think it's important for you to keep keep some core friends that don't give a fuck about your status Yeah. if you become that powerful. Because they'll, they'll set you straight. They'll Amen. tell you what's up. Amen. All right. What is your rating, first timer? Uh, I'll give this movie... Give it a 7.2. That's pretty low. I'm going to give it... To you. I'm going to give it... I'm going to tie it with... Uh, this is everything, or everything, everywhere all at once. I'm giving it an, an 8. It's pretty high. No, it's not. Pretty damn high. Seven point two. I want. I need to keep track of your score so we can compare these. I need to keep track of every time that I give you a score you don't like that you say you're <laughs> going to start keeping track of my score. It's true. I think seven point two is fair. I um, don't know. If this movie is a. I think it's above. Above, above like a, a seven point two. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Put it simply. Yes. Yes. You think it. Should be what between a seven point five and an eight? Yeah, I think that's too high. Why? Okay, so here we go. What did you not like about the movie? <clears throat> what did I not like? Taking you a while. Sounds like this movie is an eight in your eyes. No, I'm just trying to figure out how to put this delicately. But Good I mean, Lord. for a movie like this, I just I don't like how rushed it is I think any story that like takes this long like kind of sucks to see it be put in movie form mm. so I don't like how you don't really get like a sense because like 65 days that this dude's been a slave yeah, I didn't even the, catch that yeah and he's been in these games like if sure, we were to watch me- if we were to watch this in like a Game of Thrones like you see so much happen during those days like you know, so like I just realizing that, just seeing like how far we've come with TV shows and movies and whatnot today, I think that's just not really doing it enough justice. Like he could be a totally different person by the time like the second fight starts in the gladiator. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. he could have already been through like so much. He could have lost way more. Um, so there's that. And it's just like kind of like time. Plot I think holes. they could have. I think there there definitely is in this movie some things I wish I would have seen. Like you bringing that up made me think of like yeah they could have just accomplished what you just said and solved that issue by just having a montage. 
Give us a fucking badass montage. Yeah, show us, like, what did he have to go through to get to... Because he finally meets uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Like, it, and by the time he met him, I was like, you know, we're on, like, day 60-something. It's been probably... It's probably taken him years to get to this point because he had to, like, get famous through all these, like, Smaller, trashy, yeah. like, guerrilla warfare gladiator stuff, like... It probably took years to really like get Although, that going. I bet so, it like, could be pretty quickly with just a few battles. Because if you clean, if you clean house in a battle, and they're like, "Damn, this guy's good. Let's give him some somebody that's good." If he's if he's taking out big names, then his name immediately becomes big. Well, yeah, but you also have to understand like these gladiator fights that he was in initially are illegal. Oh, really? Yeah, I missed that. Yeah, because Joaquin Phoenix's dad banned them. Mm. He got rid of them, and then he. Joaquin Phoenix. What is his name? Is he Emperor? Commodus. Commodus? Yeah. Commodus brings them back. And then Maximus's master, the the original gladiator or whatever, was saying, like, I think it's funny that, like, the son is bringing back what his dad, like, always wanted to get rid of. Oh, damn. I missed that. I don't know how I missed that one. So That's a big detail. Yeah. So, like, it took years probably. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I just think... For a three-hour movie, just to put it all in one movie over like years and years of time, and then not really even explain to the audience, like, like you didn't even pick that up. Like they should definitely like make that more of a thing. Like the three years later, that goes a long way. Yeah, simple little title screen, something. Yeah. Get, uh, montage. I'm I'm a big fan of montages personally. I love montages a good montage. Montages are good because you can like do all this and like explain like yeah, it's been like six months, or it's been a year. 65 days whatever like you you can just do that and like the audience will be like damn okay he's like seen a lot like yeah you know so i think so there's one there's one thing why it's a 7.2 um damn i got so stuck on that before i before we get off i was gonna say like i love a good montage and one of my favorite movies is rocky four and literally half that movie is a montage yeah there's like a, like, so that thing right there, I'm pointing it to Gray and I'm showing him this like picture, that thing on the top of the, all the lines. Oh yeah. So that's upside down. So imagine it horizontal, okay. not upside down, it's vertical. Yeah. So imagine horizontal. That's Mercedes gave it to me. That's every frame of the Rocky four movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's every single frame compiled together. <laughs> it's just a cool thing she found like on Etsy. So the white part, the white it's lines, funny. like the white chunks, that's when he's in Russia. Okay. So think, look how thick that is in Russia. Yeah. That's a big thing. And then the rest of the bottom half is all the fight. Because after the montage, they fight. And the majority of that fight scene is just a montage. So like literally half of that movie is the montage. Yeah. Which I think is hilarious. That's awesome. Genius. All right. So what Genius else did you not like about Gladiator? That was my big thing. Damn. I don't know why... I'm like kind of struggling to remember. I had something else. So you didn't like how the progression wasn't shown just, and, just, and uh, yeah, emphasized? Yeah, it wasn't emphasized. And so like it felt just like kind of rushed. I can see where you're coming from. Like how that. Maximus actually meets uh, Camellus or whatever his name is. Think about Common, but Commodus. Oh, Commodus. Yeah, so Maximus finally meets Commodus like in the arena like with his nephew or whatever. 
and in reality, Maximus has probably been working for years to get to this point, but we've only seen it in probably like 30 minutes. Yeah. And so you don't really feel the intensity that I think they could have done a better job explaining, like how intense it really was that he's finally seeing him. First off, after the battle in Germania, like I bet it took him so long to get home. Oh, yeah. That's like half the battle is trying to get to the battle. Exactly. So, like, you know, he did that in five minutes, if that. I think it was like maybe a three-minute just him on a horse but it like dude that was probably months and months of traveling yeah that makes you think about what if like when you live in that time you know that the life expectancy was smaller and it also took you longer to do things so your life really was way shorter than it is now yeah you can get so much more accomplished yeah, there's no like message but then so like that there's you, you way get so more, much more accomplished in today's age i'm gonna finish that thought yeah but there's so much more like gravity of the situation that like when he does finally make it home, it's been months, probably weeks at least of him on a horse, just going as fast as he possibly can camping, praying to God that his family like hasn't died. And then he finally gets home and like, he just missed them. Like he, if he had, maybe if he had just stayed up one night longer or not gone to bed an hour earlier, like he could have like saved his family. That would suck. That would suck way harder yes. than realizing that, like, damn, I just missed my family, like, by moments. Like, if I had just pushed myself a little bit harder, I could have beaten them and saved them. Just some something else. But That's brutal. Regardless, great movie. Um, 7.2 movie. So is Above a 7 a really good movie? I think Above a 7 is me saying, like, you should watch this. You gave him some movies, some good ones that are a six. Like what? I think you gave Days Confused like a six or something. It's a good movie. What's your, what's like a great movie to you? What what, what would you rate a great movie? Something over an 8.5. Oh, 8.5. Damn. So eights can be, all right. Eight is like, damn, you should totally see this movie. But if you don't like it, I get it. 8.5 and above is like, dude, this is one of the best movies ever. And if you disagree... You're just wrong. Yeah, like, I've never heard anybody that never liked Django Unchained. Exactly. Not a single person's ever disliked Django Unchained. Yeah. Django Unchained is probably a nine to me. Yeah. I don't think I'd give a movie a ten ever. No, there's no perfect movie. Nothing's perfect in this world. Is there a 9.9? No, because Django is my favorite movie ever, and I'd give it a nine. Yeah, I'd probably give, I'd maybe give like a 9.2. Yeah, I'll give it a nine point something. Like nine point five. I I've never seen a nine point five. We'll do an episode on it at some point and, and secure the secure the rating yeah. after we freshly see it. Absolutely. For the fifteenth time. Yeah. No kidding. But yeah, I'll I'll give it a seven point two. You can give it an eight. So it's the same as everything everywhere all at once. Did I give it a seven point two? I think I did. No, you gave it an eight. Oh right. What'd you give it? I forgot. You gave it an eight point something. One of my favorite movies I've ever seen. He gave it an eight point six. I loved it. I loved it. If you don't like that movie, then you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's a good movie. All right. Any uh anything else you want to say? Any closing about the statements? Roman Empire? Um I'll definitely be thinking more about the Roman Empire. 
Yeah. Shout out to the ladies who whose minds are just going to be blown. But this is the world we live in. We're heavily influenced by the Roman Empire. They did great things. R.I.P. Maximus. Fuck you, Joaquin Phoenix. He can uh, play. He can play some people that suck. Yeah, he sure. The can. Joker. Um, With that being said, though, I do want to see him playing Johnny Cash. You haven't seen that movie? Mm-mm. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. So coming soon. Honestly, maybe. Honestly, I like watching. I like listening to Joaquin's versions of some of Johnny Cash's songs. Really, he's good like that. Only because. Truly only because some of Johnny Cash's recordings are just old. They don't sound as good. Joaquin Phoenix sounds like Johnny Cash, and it's just newer, and the music is fuller, it seems like. There's more drums. It's just like a little bit better quality. Yeah. So I prefer to listen to that sometimes because, you know, the old recordings just sound dry, you know, empty, sort of. Yeah. Joaquin's are legit. But there are some Johnny Cash songs that I much prefer Johnny Cash. Yeah. Well, we'll get to the... We'll get to that movie one day, I'm sure. One day. One All day. right. If you want some merchandise, like a t-shirt maybe, maybe a hat, you can go to crowncinemashop.com and we got some merchandise coming your way if you just order it. Um, do I not look fresh? Do I not Does look fresh? Does this not look awesome? Does Cade not look awesome? Then what are you doing? I know you think we look awesome because y'all tell us we look awesome. Every day I get a hundred messages that say, damn, those shirts are fucking awesome. So why not just get on it while we're still fresh? I mean, we only have like, what, 250 followers on Instagram? Yep. Like, dude, we haven't blown up yet. Don't you want to be one of the cool people that was like, dude, I used to follow them when they only had like 200 something followers. Like, get on it. It's dope as fuck. Why don't you want to be dope as fuck? Also, hopefully, this is the last time in our janky studio. Maybe next episode... It'll be brand spanking new. Maybe. Maybe. I'm going to order this stuff tonight. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe the next day. Maybe the weekend. Uh, I'm looking forward to just kind of building stuff in the background like as we go. It won't be finished, but it will be black probably. More cool lights. We have a new sign that Gray's sitting behind right now. In front of. er, Yep, in front of. Signs behind Gray. It'll be a surprise now. You can kind of see it. But yeah, it will be a surprise. All right. Thank you guys for listening. And don't forget, say strength and honor. Strength and honor. We're out. Yeah.